Welcome to the Breaking Through the Noise podcast, a show designed to help you cut through all the static and find the tips, tricks, and encouragement you need to make your business successful. Your hosts are Mark Wilson and Laurel Wright, two entrepreneurs like you struggling and striving to find the pro tips and hacks to be more productive and make more money. Their goal every week is to give you the resources and encouragement that will help you gain an advantage over your competition. So let's not waste any time and get started. Here are your hosts, Mark and Laurel. Hey, Laurel, how are you doing this fine morning? Have you gotten your workout in yet? (laughs) As a matter of fact, I have. Um, I've been working out at this new place here in Nashville. Well, it's not new. It's new for me. It's called Crank Fit, and they do circuit classes and you know, spin classes. So it's been really fun. If you guys want to come work out with me, I'm pretty sure I could hook you up with a little discount code. (laughs) Have you exercised yet today, Mark? Well, why, yes, I have. (laughs) I exercised my right to sleep in a little late and have extra coffee with my donut. (laughs) I am doing the couch to five beers program currently, and I'm crushing it. Oh my gosh, whatever, Mark. Let's go ahead and jump into our episode content now, but be careful and don't pull a muscle. (laughs) Ha ha ha. But seriously, I really am excited about our show today because I think um, our topic, if our audience can embrace the concept of our topic today, they can impact their business immediately for basically only an investment of time and maybe a little money, but they don't have to. If, if we want to increase our sales, we have to get more leads. We have to get them, then we have to get them qualified and then present them with a, a clarified sales message and then give them a mechanism to buy now. And we can accomplish all this by creating a process called a marketing funnel. Okay, so let me stop you right there. I have a question about that. Uh, When you talk about marketing, you talk a lot about processes and systems, but when I read and hear some other quote experts in quote, they're talking about marketing as creativity and almost artistically. So which is it? Laurel, that's a great question. Uh, And my answer may piss you off a little bit because it's both. (laughs) Okay. But I would say your marketing can succeed in growing your business if you have a great process with only average creativity. Um, But great creativity in your marketing collateral can't overcome a poor process. Obviously the idea is to have great creativity combined with a solid marketing process to maximize the opportunity to create more sales and more clients. So you have to think of your marketing funnel as the engine that drives your sales car. And and the creativity is the sporty model and the flashy color that attracts attention as you drive down the street. Does does that make sense? Yeah, it absolutely makes sense to me. But I'm going to be honest. It sounds like this is something that's very complicated and requires a lot of sophisticated software. So how does a solopreneur or a small business owner pull this off so that they can grow their business? You know, that's, I talk to a lot of people and and that's what they think, Laurel, that, um, you know, it, it does require some 
specialty expertise and specialty software. And, and there is, there's a ton of it out there and, and it can be very expensive and, you know, people, uh, you, you know, you need people with multiple degrees to do it, but, but it doesn't have to be expensive or complicated. And, and that's why I wanted to talk about it today. Anyone can increase their sales and grow their business with a simple process and, and simple tools. And here's a quick and easy formula to build an effective sales funnel. And once you get the tools in place, then you can start tweaking and improving them as needed. And these are all tools that we have we have access to already, uh, even if you're just a side hustler. My simple formula for um, for a basic marketing funnel has four key parts, Laura. And one, first is an effective one-liner, a lead-generating PDF, a website with a clear message, and an email sequence to sell and nurture your leads. Now, we talked in our last episode about creating your one-liner. We, we walked you through um, creating one-liner for Laurel Socials. And, and you remember it, it consists of the problem, how you solve it, and the positive result. You know, this then becomes the foundation for the messaging we will use in our PDF, at our website, and in our emails as well. So the starting point for our funnel is a clear website with a clarified message. How we use our website in the funnel is to make it the home for our lead generating content or our lead generating PDF. It can be a section on your homepage if it's just a simple one-page website or you can create a special landing page. Either way, your website is where you are driving traffic to find this free content. The section or landing page that talks about the free content should have a form embedded or a link to a form where someone can share their name and email address to receive the free PDF or the free content. A pro tip here is that you, you have to sell the free PDF. Don't assume that somebody will want it just because it's free and it's you. Um, so let's stop there. Laura, what do you think about, what do you think would quote sell the PDF? Well, I think it would have to be content that relates to solving a potential customer's problem. So your message on the website to sell the PDF is similar to the one-liner, like state the problem, how the content solves the problem, and the positive results that they're going to receive. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you hit the nail on the head. It it's, it's always goes back to that problem and how you can solve it. And that's what, you know, if, if someone sees that and they have that problem, then, hey, they're going to say, this, this looks like this could be some information that could be helpful to me. So, in that one thing today, Laurel is going to talk us through writing a lead generating PDF that really works. And when we come back from our that one thing tip segment, we will talk about the, the part email sequences play in building a successful marketing funnel. In today's podcast episode, we are discussing the basics of marketing funnels. The key is attracting new leads by offering a piece of content that's helpful in solving a potential client's problem.
So in our that one thing today, we're going to go through a quick formula for laying out an effectively generating PDF. This five-part formula comes from a chapter in the book we recommended last week, Marketing Made Simple by Donald Miller and Dr. J.J. Peterson. The first step is to come up with a catchy or attention-grabbing title for your PDF. How to or five myths about or any numbered list of anything are some simple ways to grab the attention of your target audience. You want to give people a reason to download your PDF, showing the value of the content right in the title. The second step is actually the first section of your PDF, and if you've been listening to our podcast, you can probably guess what that is. Yep, it's defining and describing the problem your customer is experiencing. Then, I sounded so country when I just said that. Then you want to show that you are empathetic with their problem by sharing a statement of how you understand or even sympathize with their pain. And finally, in this first section, you want to establish your credibility and earn trust by sharing what you have accomplished that allows you to solve their problem. The third step and next section of your PDF is where you agitate the problem a little bit. You might talk specifically about the emotional feelings or frustration the problem causes your customers. And then you offer your solution to the problem, the tips, paradigm shift, or the formula that resolves the conflict for your customer. In step four, you lay out the solution in a step-by-step -step plan, a list of tips, or the expert advice or worksheet that you're offering that helps them resolve the problem you've stated. This section is the real meat of PDF for you to share your ability to solve the problem with your specific solution. And the fifth and final step is where you lay out the stakes or consequences of taking action on your solution or not. What they will gain if they heed your advice and what are the negative consequences if they don't. Then you close the document by giving them a clear call to action about how to access your solution. Tell them what to do next to ease their pain. Here are some pro tips for you to consider when writing an effective lead generating PDF. Number one, try to focus on one problem at a time. Even if your solution solves multiple problems, focus on the primary pain that most people might be experiencing. Number two, try not to use too much text. Use a layout that's easy to read by breaking up text with images and callouts. Search your word processor or design software for an ebook or e-magazine template. And the last one is don't try to be too clever or vague. The key to resonating with your readers is to be specific in defining the problem and your solution. You don't want to confuse your readers by being cute or using flowery language. <laughs> Another piece of pro advice is once you finalize your PDF and it is creating new traffic for you, then repurpose the text into a script for a video, a keynote speech, or even a podcast episode. In future episodes of That One Thing, we're going to lay out some tips and ideas for promoting your lead generator to connect with new people. So stay tuned, guys. So last week, we talked in great detail about writing your one-liner, and we've just talked about using our website as the hub for collecting emails and connecting leads with the relevant content. Laurel has talked us through how to write an effective lead-generating PDF. Now, the final part of our simple marketing funnel are the email sequences that follow up the PDF. Laurel, what do you think is the primary purpose for the follow-up emails? I would definitely say that the goal would be to convert 
the lead into a sale. But I think in order to do that, these emails would need to help us build a relationship with the prospect. Is that correct? That is absolutely correct. The goal is always to generate a sale, but we do that by building a relationship with the prospect through a series of emails. Ideally, the lead generating PDF will help to qualify the lead as a prospect because they are identifying with the problem your product or service can solve. Then the email sequence will work to reinforce the problem and how you can solve it. You can share your empathy with their problem and assert your authority to solve it and then spotlight the positive results of taking action and the negative results if they don't. You know, each of these emails should offer a call to action that is that that is step one of your simple plan for a prospect to buy your product or engage with, with your service, like a buy now button on your website. This should all sound familiar, right, Laurel? Yes, it does. And this is straight from the StoryBrain playbook. And we talk about it in almost every episode. But how many emails do you need to send in the follow-up sequence? And what happens if they don't buy after the sequence ends? Another great question, Laurel. Um, there isn't a magical number. It, it varies depending on the price point and the complex, complexity of your product offering. Um, you know, Historically, marketing statistics tell us that you know, before a consumer will buy your product, they need at least seven to 12 touch points. Um, and again, that, that's a pretty wide range. But there are five primary types of emails that should comprise your sequence, starting with the first email that delivers your free PDF. And that's followed by emails that define the problem and your solution, Another one that offer that <clears throat> talks about overcoming a common objection. So you get that out in front. Since you, you know, again, we're talking via email, they've got objections. You're just not hearing them because you're not talking to them yet. So talk about overcoming a, you know, a common objection. A testimonial from a client is, is a great email, and, and maybe even multiple emails or or multiple testimonials in an email. I wouldn't put more than three. And I wouldn't make them very long. And, and then a detailed sales letter to ask for the sale, which is a compilation of all the previous emails. You can mix and match. For example, you might have two overcoming objections emails and three testimonial emails. So I would suggest that you plan for no less than five emails and maybe a max of, of eight to 10. Okay. Now, your second question is very important. What happens if they don't buy at the end of the sequence? Because in reality, it may not be the right time for that particular person or, or the problem isn't quite painful enough for them yet. So that is why we continue emailing with a weekly or bi-weekly message until they unsubscribe. We call this nurture emails. Uh, you know, we're nurturing that relationship because mentally we want to stay connected with them because they obviously have a problem and have chosen to stay subscribed to our emails. So let's stay in front of them with regular emails that contain relevant content. I wouldn't really recommend just adding them to your monthly newsletter because you need to be in their inbox more regularly. 
psychologically, even if they don't open your email, if they see your name in their inbox, it keeps you connected as a potential solver of their problem. Mark, I read so much about the social platforms and messaging services, like taking over the personal communication, but it sounds like you believe that email is not dead. And so how does email stack up against social platforms? That's a, that's a great observation, Laurel. First, let me, let me say, I do believe that email can still be a vital communication tool. And today's conversation is targeted at folks that need to set up a basic first marketing funnel. As you grow and become more skilled at creating and using funnels, it's definitely important to incorporate more platforms into your follow-up, like texting and social messaging. But you have to build up a higher level of trust for a prospect to share their phone number with you. And, and most social plat platforms don't offer a bulk messaging service or app like a MailChimp does, for example, where you can blast out 10,000 emails at once. Plus, you have to become creative in how you use email. For example, you might try adding videos or even custom video messages in emails to your prospects. So, and we'll talk a little bit more about using videos and video messaging in an upcoming episode, in an upcoming episode. So stay tuned. As a helpful tool, Laurel and I want to offer you a guide that will help you write your own email sequences quickly and easily for your marketing funnels. And the best part is it's absolutely free. Just go to our website, breakingthroughthenoise.com, and remember through is T-H-R-U. Click on resources and scroll down to get your own free copy of our ebook, Five Mandatory Emails for Your Marketing Funnel. Thank you so much, Mark. This has been a great introduction to marketing funnels. And I can see now that even as a solo marketer or a solopreneur, I can create basic funnels that's going to help me grow my business. Um, we're going to talk more about funnels and email sequences in future episodes, but you can also check out the blog and resources section of our website for more information and free resources. As always, let us know your questions about marketing funnels or other topics that you want to learn more about to become a more effective marketer and entrepreneur. All these links and ways to contact us are in the show notes on the website too. If you guys are new to the show or you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast and you're going to be automatically updated when new episodes come out. Be sure to give us a five-star rating so more people can find us and the help that they need. Feel free to share us with your friends, colleagues, mama, papa, cousin. <laughs> Don't forget the marketing made simple paperback. The link is also in the show notes. We hope you guys have a great week and we can't wait to talk to you again next week on Breaking Through the Noise. Thanks for investing a few minutes with us on the podcast today. We hope Breaking Through the Noise will become your go-to resource for growing your business and yourself with our pro tips and life hacks. If you like what you heard, please do us a favor and hit subscribe. And if it was helpful, leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And most importantly, let's get connected. Hit us up on social media. Our links are in the show notes. Our theme music is from The Young Fables. 
Check out all their work on Spotify or wherever you listen to music. We'll see you again next week as we keep breaking through the noise.